Hey mama, do you ever wonder what habits have to do with discipling your kids? Or maybe you can identify what bad habits are actually preventing you from getting intentional in this whole discipleship journey, but you're stumped on how to actually create some good habits to help you point your kids to Jesus. I got you today, Mama. I got you. We're going to unpack habits, all about them today. I'm no professional by any means, but I've done a, a little bit of research about habits and I'm here to share what I've come up with with you guys. We're going to look at the good, the bad, and everything else in between. We're also going to look at how they actually affect the way we disciple our kids and how we can make some better habits to make this discipleship journey a wee bit more effective. So if you're keen on that, stay tuned. Hey friend, welcome to Mama's Mission. Here we unpack the mission of discipling your kids into a real and loving relationship with God. I'm Deb, and I'd like you to think of me as your spirit stirrer. Is that even a thing? It is now. I want to stir your spirit up and inspire you to get intentional about discipleship. Mama, your role is more than making snacks and nagging. I mean, encouraging your kids. There's a greater purpose you need to work towards, and that's leading your tribe to know and love God. If you're ready to ditch your overwhelmed, discouraged attitude and get more clarity and inspiration on raising Jesus-loving kids, this podcast is for you. So grab a coffee and maybe a sneaky treat, kick back and get ready to be inspired. Okay, Mama, I think it's really important that with habits, we actually define what a habit is. A habit is a usual way of behaving. So it's something that a person does often in a regular and repeated way. So we've all got habits. We've got our good habits. We've got our bad habits. Funnily enough, when I was thinking of, you know, writing writing the outline for this episode, all I could come up with were the bad habits. And how terrible of this is me. I know it sounds terrible. Can you relate, Mama? But all of the bad habits I could think of and identify those bad habits and other people in my household. <laughs> I mean, I'm not without fault myself, but... Sometimes it's a little bit easier to look to others and go, oh yeah, well there's that bad habit they've got and that bad habit. So one example is uh, chewing your fingernails when you're stressed. Um, My daughter actually just chews her fingernails just because she's bored. So that's a bad habit. Or grabbing for the phone as soon as you rise to scroll your way into the day. Okay, that's something I actually did have as a bad habit for a long time. As soon as the alarm went off, I would just be like, cool, sweet, let's get into it. Facebook, Instagram, you know, not the news because I'm not about the news, but you know, things like that, scrolling my way into the day. I'm not like that anymore. And it has taken, you know, just have some habit forming, changing some behaviors. And that's what we're here today to talk about. Some good habits though. We do have good habits. Okay. We're not all like terrible. A good habit you could have would be praying for your kids before bedtime. And I know sometimes uh, the prayers are just like, get into bed now, hurry up, pray you have a great sleep, good night. But some prayers are a little bit more well thought out. And, you know, I just speak blessings over my children when I put them to bed. I speak life over them and that they were created for a purpose. They've got a great plan on their life that they can achieve and no one else can, things like that. So those are really special times that we can actually just speak life over our kids. But that's a great habit to actually start. Another one could be getting in your word first thing, even before, dare I say it, coffee. 
Okay, can you actually get in the Bible for before coffee? I say this here, sitting here with my coffee right next to me, but I did that this morning. It doesn't always happen, but you know, we try to get into our word even before coffee. So anyway, another bad habit, like here we go again. We're talking about the bad habits. You know, we're coming back to those people. But a bad habit that could be crippling your discipleship journey is choosing to throw a screen at your kids instead of using the time to reach their hearts. I had an episode interview, uh, an interview recently with a guest, Jennifer Lovemore, and she spoke about discipling your kids and how it's about reaching their hearts. And actually to reach their hearts, you've got to give them some time. You can't just, I don't know, just do life and walk side by side but not have much to do with each other. You've actually got to get involved with them. And that that's, you know, I'll share a wee bit about that in the future because I'm going to put some of her tips to good use so that's going to start this week but stay posted for that but anyway we have got these habits and we can they can either do great things for our journey or they can do bad things for our journey today we're going to talk about the good habits let me know though if you want me to talk about bad habits and how we can actually look at breaking them because we've all got bad habits I sure do and maybe they're not helping us on showing our kids Jesus But anyway, good habits, back to the good. Habit forming is a process where behaviors become automatic. So those things that you just really don't even think about. So for example, washing your hands. When you use the bathroom, it's intentional to start with. You're like, yeah, okay, I've got to wash my hands. But after a wee while, it becomes automatic and you just do it without even thinking. I know, I know in this discipleship journey, we want to get intentional and put thought into how we're showing our kids Jesus. But in my market research I've been doing, a lot of mamas have been saying, we just want to create some great habits, some good habits to use in our daily routine or our daily schedule to actually point our kids to Jesus. So that's what I'm here for, mama. I'm here to help you out. So to do a, make a habit, we need to do it over and over again. Okay, over and over again. In fact, I mean, I'm jumping ahead in my script, but we actually need to do it 66 times for it to become a habit. And this is for the ha- behavior to become automatic. And that's what takes that, that's what a habit actually is. So, in the habit loop, I've done, as I said, I did a little bit of research. It starts with a cue or a trigger. So, there are four things in this habit loop cue or trigger, craving, response and reward. And I'll unpack those now. So the cue or the trigger. So I've heard linking something to something else you do. So for example, you could read a verse when you drink your coffee. You could brush your teeth because most of us do like to brush our teeth or need to brush our teeth. And you could have a verse that's next to your sink in your bathroom and you just repeat it in your head when you're brushing your teeth. I don't know, those kind of things that you've already got something automatic that you do, just linking it onto that in some way. And hopefully in this realm of things that we're talking about, we're linking like holy habits. Oh, that's got a nice ring to it, actually. That's just given me another idea for a podcast episode, holy habits. But anyway, the next thing is craving. So the motive of it, the motivational force behind the habit. So it gives a reason to act. So to read the word over coffee, it just makes you feel better in yourself. Um, I don't know about you, but yeah, that's what it is for me. You know, you feel better about yourself and you kind of think, okay, 
kind of doing okay on this on this uh, journey with Christ. Oftentimes, my goodness, I fall short all the time. But sometimes it is nice to go, that does feel good. I actually did prioritize him and spent some time in my word today. That actually is a great way to start my day and you feel good. Just like, I don't know, doing some press-ups or sit-ups. I can't really relate, but you know, they just make you feel feel good. And linking those to good habits, like with the whole um, cue thing, you know, some people have said when they put the kettle on to make a hot drink, using that time while the kettle's boiling to do like a set of press-ups or something like that. Those are good habits that you can link on to something that you already do. Anyway, so we've done the craving. Next thing is response, so the habit you actually perform. So it needs to be simple and it needs to be minimal, like minimal effort here, people. So it's not going to take a whole lot. Basic. I cannot stress this enough. Simple, basic. That's what I reckon is going to make a habit stick when it's really, really easy. Like just with washing your hands, so, so easy. It was a behavior. You do it enough. Now it's a habit. You just do it without even thinking. This is what we're wanting here. So keep it really simple. And the last thing is the reward. So the actual goal of every habit. Okay, we, we like to be rewarded, okay? I mean, whether you give yourself a gold sticker um, and you track your habits, like those are all the rage, aren't they? When I had my bullet journal, I was all about the habit tracking, just drinking some water because I don't drink half as much water as I probably should. I consume far too much coffee, but that's something that you could do, you know, tracking it in your planner. It could be giving yourself a gold star. It could be, I don't know, pat on the back, whatever. But we do like our rewards. So just to put all of those all in one, you walk and you come across a bakery. I can just see it now. In fact, I went to a bakery yesterday. Q, you actually notice the bakery, okay? Um, you would smell what was coming out of that bakery, but that's the Q. The craving is, dang, I want me a sweet treat. Okay, you know what's inside that bakery and you're like, yep, I would like one of those for me, it's those cream donuts. Oh, that's so good. The response would be getting the sweet treat. Okay, and I suppose that would be the reward as well. So that's that's the example that I've found. Anyway, we've talked about how long they take. 66 days, roughly. Okay, it could be give or take for, for different people. And I guess it could also depend on how intense or how laborious or whatever the word you want to use for the habit is if it's really really simple surely it should take it could maybe even take less than 66 days so anyway now we know how to make these good habits we actually need to know how to maintain them so we stick to them so there are four ways that you can actually maintain these habits to stick with them so number one you need to make it part of your schedule get it in the planner I'll give you an example shortly of how I'm doing this with something, a habit that I'm trying to form, but I'm getting in the planner. Get intentional about it. Make it natural so it's not a big thing and it's not something that you look at your planner and you're like, oh, I've got to do that. That's going to come come at the end of my day because I really just can't be bothered. Make it just so easy that you're just like, boom, yeah, yeah, ticked off the list, feeling good. Number two is create a supportive environment. So do you need anything to help you with this habit? Have that on hand, okay? Less fuss, the better. So for example, if you're looking at making a habit of, 
getting in your word around your kids, like reading a sentence to them every day, make sure the Bible's there in the main living area. It's on the couch or it's on the side table, wherever it needs to be. It's easily on hand. Um, I would probably, you know, show them the Bible and if you're going to do that kind of habit instead of just getting your phone out because it's so easy to go, oh, notification. I'll just check that and next minute you're down a rabbit hole. But anyway, if you've got the Bible on hand, there's there's no excuses. Instead of going, oh, I've got to walk upstairs and get the Bible off my side table or I just can't be bothered. Have it on hand. So make that environment supportive. Number three is use, use reminders. So get an alarm on your phone. I know a lot of people will have um, prayer alarms on their phone to remind them to pray for someone during the day. Or get a check-in text from someone who's keeping you accountable. That would be quite good. I could totally do this. Or, you know, if you're a pen and paper kind of person, you could put post-it notes all around the place. Put them in the bathroom, whatever place that you um, visit quite a few times (laughs) in your house. And that can be a reminder for you. And number four, go easy on yourself. Give yourself some grace, mama. We are wanting to create good habits or if you're like me, you do want to create these good habits, but sometimes it's easier said than done and we stuff up. Like I had a a goal, I suppose goals are different to habits, but you know, I really wanted to make the habit of walking every day in the month of May. I picked the worst month to have that goal because it was so wet here in New Zealand and it was pouring with rain. But I did manage it. I missed like the last few days because we moved in for a little bit with my parents and to just have a visit with them. And they live in the country and it's there aren't any footpaths in the country and it was a lot harder to go walking with a pram. But anyway, I wanted to, you know, establish that habit to go, yeah, okay, at my son's wake time, like he has a nap in the morning, but when he gets up, I rain or shine, I just want to go out there and have a wee stroll around the block with him just to get out and about. And that's something that I hope to evolve into a really good habit. It's, you know, I think it's great for us to get out and about. So anyway, I wanted to, I, I alluded to the fact that I have a habit that I'm trying to build. So I want to share that with you. I recently listened to a podcast, which I'll link in the description. I think it's called The Good Morning Podcast. But it was talking about scripture memorization. And if you've been listening to me for a wee while, you'll know that I suck at memorizing scripture. It's something I know I need to do. It's something I want to do. But it's something that I've found really hard to get into my day. And this is something that I want to do with my children. But I kind of feel like I've got to nail it a little bit better before I start doing it with them. So anyway, I have looked at people in the past and they, you know, those people and they can just like, not spew out, but you know, like share and spout out scripture all over the show. And you're like, you're amazing. How do you do that? Or we'll be praying with people and they're like inserting scripture into their prayer. And I'm like, I need to be able to do that. But in order to do that, I need to actually commit these scriptures to my memory. So that's where my habit comes in. A app was mentioned in this podcast called Versify. I'll link it in the description. And it's actually pretty cool. You get to pick the verse that you're wanting to learn. And they only have the King James Version ESV, but I'm all good with that. And then they have a few activities that you can do to commit that scripture to memory. And then you quiz yourself to see if you actually have been able to do it. 
I have, you know, we're going through a few changes at the moment in life. You know, we're looking at moving. Are we moving country? Are we moving house? Like, well, what does God want for us? And he directed me to Psalm 37. And he's given me seven verses that he wants me to commit to memory. So that's what I'm doing every day. I'm getting in the planner, just getting on my app, which is super easy. And I'm learning the scripture and sometimes I'm giving myself grace if it takes me a few days to learn one verse. Because you know how there are some verses that are more chunkier or meatier than others? So be it. Um, but that's what I hope to do every day. Get in my on my app, my Versify app and commit some scripture to memory. And it's helping. And that's going to help me on my journey, my discipleship journey with my kids. I can bring those memories into our conversation in a natural way. That's what I've been doing throughout the day as well. You know, I commit this. Um, this is the habit I'm trying to form. I drop my daughter off at the bus in the morning, come home. My son has a little bit of independent play before he goes up to bed. And in that time, I'll just whip out the phone get my scripture on and, you know, start reciting it and learning it, committing it to memory. That's a good time for me, but it could be right before bed, whatever works for you. But then throughout the day, I try to use that scripture in my prayer because my my scripture at the moment is all about trusting God, go figure. And that's what I'm putting in my prayer. You know, I can trust you. I'm committing my ways to you. I know you've got this. I don't need to worry about things. Just to remind yourself. So scripture is really important. So if you want to steal that habit, feel free. I think it's a good one to steal, by the way. So have a think about what kind of habit you can look at changing or creating to become a new habit, a good habit in your discipleship journey. The one thing I would suggest here is seek the Lord on it. He is the one who is your maker. He knows you better than you even know yourself. And he's the one who wants us to evolve on this whole journey, this whole motherhood journey, parenting, being a wife, being a friend, whatever, being a good Christian. He wants us to evolve on this journey, to not stay stagnant because we're never perfect. And I think that's, you know, probably a cool thing, actually. We can always do with some improvement. So ask him. What do you want me to work on? And i got to say, he's not like me, thankfully. I don't know about you, if you can relate. I'm sounding quite monsterish at the moment. But, you know, sometimes when you, people get on your nerves and you're like, I could tell you like a hundred different things that are wrong with you that I think that you need to change. That's not what he's like. I mean, he probably can see all of our faults and go, man, we need to work on that big time. But he always, whenever I seek him, okay, Lord, what do you want me to work on? He never throws me the whole book like I might I might do that to someone I loved. He actually just goes, okay, I really want you to just work on this. Just this one thing, just this little thing. Let's keep it simple and then let's keep doing that. Let's nail that and then we'll move on to the next thing. He's so loving in the way he does things. He's not going to throw a whole bunch of stuff at you like, you need to start doing this more and this more and this more and you really suck at this. That's not what he's like. He just comes at you with such a loving attitude. And oh, we God is just so amazing. I love it how he does that. He's so gentle, but he's firm. And you just want to, you just love him. So you want to please him. And okay, some of the things that he's going to ask you to do are hard. I'm not going to lie. They are hard. And if you are like me, you'll be like, yeah, maybe I don't want to do that. But 
eventually I know that being obedient is the right way to go and I eventually do it. And so much fruit comes from being obedient. So go and seek him, have some time with him to actually go, hey, what kind of habits do you want me to form or start making to actually get more intentional with discipling my kids? What do I need to do here? Like, I really want some help with reading the Bible to them. How can I just read a verse a day to them? How can I actually do this? Like, can you give me some tips? Like, what kind of thing can I link that habit to, to make it like really cemented into my routine? Go to him. He will totally help you out. Maybe it's the scrolling the first thing in the morning like I did. You know, you wake up, you get your phone straight away and you're like, what is everyone else doing? Don't be like that person like, okay, I'm preaching to the choir here, but don't be the person who every conversation you have is like, hey, did you see this on TikTok? Did you see this on Instagram or I saw this on Facebook? I want to be the kind of person that is actually not necessarily just preaching to people and putting scripture all over the show. But I want to point people to Jesus. I desire to point my kids to Jesus, but I desire to point other people to Jesus as well. And that's easier said than done, but you need to kind of get in the Word and spend some time with Him in order to point people to Him. You need to know Him yourself. Maybe it's putting some worship on in the car. A cool habit that I've created is as soon as I start making breakfast for my son, who's one, I'll just put on the Yui Boom with some worship and we just get that atmosphere, get the house soaked in some worship. You could do it in the car. That is such an easy habit. It doesn't require a whole lot of effort at all. And that's a way of discipling your kids. You know, you're setting the tone, you're setting the atmosphere with the Holy Holy Spirit. I think that's really cool. Do it enough, whatever you choose to do, and it will become a habit. I hope this has inspired you, Mama, and I would love to hear from you what kind of habits you're feeling like. Yeah, I want to be doing that. Reach out to me, Mama. You can connect with me on Instagram. I'm not on there an awful lot, but you can connect with me there. Or better yet, join our email family. I send out emails. I'm, you know, not as good as, it, as I should be, but I'm sending out emails and I really want to keep connected with you. So that's a way you can do it. I hope that you were blessed by this episode and thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening to Mama's Mission. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review. Thanks, guys. Hey, Mama. I can pretty much say ditto to what my little girl just said. It lights me up when you're encouraged to disciple your kids from the content here at Mama's Mission. So either leave a review on the podcast or hit me up on Instagram at a dash of Deb. Or better yet, join the family by subscribing to our newsletter. The link is in the description. Be blessed, Mama.